You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. I thought this morning we would turn nearly to the very middle of our Bibles, the Old Testament, the book of Psalms, singing Sunday. We'll look back at one of the songs of Zion. Number 12. It's interesting as we look at the history of God's people and their singing, I think the first formal song we have in the scriptures is the song of Moses, which is Exodus 15 after the uh, Red Sea crossing and those who pursued Israel to destroy them followed up by it. And we have sing... I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. I can't help but kind of go a little battle hymn of the Republic on that one myself as I see those old words almost in lyrical form for us in English. I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. So we think of Israel singing in victory at the beginning of their freedom and as a nation, and then all the way to the book, to the back of the book, to Revelation 19, this, at the marriage supper of the Lamb, hallelujah, for the Lord our God reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give Him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. And it was granted to her to clothe herself in fine linen, bright and pure. So from the first song to the last song in the book, they're songs of celebration over the mighty things God has done. But we know in the middle part we have some travail. It's not all victory. And so it is in Psalm 12. In Psalm 12, we'll find three voices speaking. Our narrator, the voice of the wicked, and the voice of God. And so we'll note the pronouns and we'll see who's speaking. The Psalm of David, Psalm 12. Save, O Lord, for the godly one, the saint, is gone. Well, that sounds dire. It's hard to find righteous people anymore, he says. We'd never feel that way, would we? We feel that way, we just don't sing about it. There's a certain visceralness, there's a certain raw emotion in the Psalms, and with some topics that our hymns barely touch. But God in the inspired record gives us these words to say and to think and to realize how to process and view the apparent prosperity of wickedness. All right, so again, save us, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of man. Everyone utters lies to his neighbors, With flattering lips and double heart they speak. Reminds us of the montage of sinful passages of Romans showing the universality of sinfulness. Or or James speaking of the double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Here the narrator speaks in hope. May Jehovah the Lord cut off all the flattering lips and the tongues that make great boast. Those who say, so here's the words of the wicked, 
With our tongue, we'll prevail. Our lips are with us. Who is master over us? So we'll say the words. We'll set the agenda. We'll set the tone. We'll define the parameters. We will define how this is going to go. We set the rules. That's the wicked. Verse 5. Because the poor are plundered. Man, they've robbed everybody when they're getting down to taking from the poor. But they are. Anybody that they can get, they get from. Because the poor are plundered. Because the needy groan. Now comes the word of the Lord. I will now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he longs. So here's the words of God in this psalm. God says, you've stirred me up. I can't take this from you anymore. I will give these who are groaning, I will give them their safety. Now, the wicked spoke words, again, it was verse 4, will prevail, who will be our master. Oh, I think the master has just arisen. I think the master has not come. And so compare their words, which are worthless, of self-boasting, to the measured words of the Lord, and what they will do, verse 6. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. There's one of these people's words is chaff, and one of these people's words is silver. Who do we think will win? So now, the words of hope from our narrator, verse 7. You, O Lord, will keep them. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side the wicked prowl, as vileness is exalted among the children of men. Today the wicked prowl. Today they look to devour. Today vileness is exalted. I'm still looking for the, I love this book. It's my favorite songbook I've ever used. Has deeper hymns and better hymns than I think most of the other hymns that uh, brethren, hymnals that brethren commonly use. But I still don't read in this book, even as good as this one is. I don't read anything about vileness as exalted among the children of men. Because we don't sing that kind of thing. We like to sing a happy tune. We mostly sing happy tunes. And for Christians, there's reason to sing a happy tune. And to have a happier tone and a happier tune in the New Testament, the Old Testament, I think that's appropriate. But we still see in this world of woe things like the situation in Psalm 12 that David saw. And again, the Lord, through these songs of Zion, give us a way to deal with it. Give us a way to view it. And certainly, based on his pure words, his refined words like silver, his purified words, give us reason to hope. So let's, I love, I love our hymns, but let's also remember these inspired words which show us how to view all of life from a proper perspective. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.